Hi, I'm Austin Ertham. And I'm Taylor Patton, and welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast. We're here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you to get 1% better in all areas of your life. Today, we're going to be talking about how to control chaos a little bit better, have more control of the situation, manage it, and to uh, get out of the situation, or enhance the situation, depending on what you really want to do. Um, So, we'll dig a little deeper into our lives with controlling chaos, give you some uh, give you the definition of control and chaos, and then give you some tips on how to control situations a little bit better based on your strengths and weaknesses. And then, as always, we will have a challenge at the end. Got a great guest this coming or guest coming up on Thursday talking about controlling chaos. Uh, one of Taylor's friends, and uh, she'll get into a little bit more of the stuff that we're going to talk about on Thursday with the fourteen forty episode. So be sure to catch her um, on Thursday as well. Absolutely. We got any news? Yeah. This no, no news, right? Not really. Happy Hanukkah. Oh yeah, today's the last day of Hanukkah. Well, yeah. yesterday, last day of Hanukkah. Yeah. Um, so I just want to throw that in there. Love it, love it. <laughs> there's so many things around Christmas like to remember. There's Kwanzaa and Christmas and Hanukkah and all this other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Saint Nick Day. It's just it's a great month. Yeah, it is. Let's talk about the challenge since we're kind of going within a month um challenge last yeah. week was to basically you said there's 32 days left last week right yes to focus on something what are we getting done in our lives to make the last 32 days count so how'd you do what are you focusing on oh uh, yeah i'll just uh repeat in case you missed the episode so my three things was to get affiliate on twitch uh, read two books and do cardio between 30 and 45 minutes, 35 and 45 minutes. Uh, first one every day, what cardio every day, 30, 45 minutes. No, it'll, it'll probably be three, three times a week, maybe four, depending. I may do three times a week and I'd then like that. four, like push I'd, it to like all out. I'd write that down. More, more too? More specific. You want me to? Yeah. Appreciate that. No problem. Yeah, so uh, first one. Uh, I I mean, like, we're on our way. And that. Uh, we got, like, 150 followers. Viewerships, like, one right now. Which is, like, uh, actually, like, that sounds bad. But that's pretty good. And, like, the Twitch world is just starting. There's one? Yeah. <laughs> you can't go any lower. <laughs> actually, you can't. Actually, Actually, you can. You, you can, can have yourself. You, you, can, know, have, you like, can have, like, 0.4, I know. I know, but just, just it's like, <laughs> from an outsider listening in, if they don't know what it is, then it's just, like, pretty good. It's literally one. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, so that's like, it's not, I shouldn't say getting affiliates not hard, but it just is consistency, essentially, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, put in that time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like bring value to the chat and other people that are tuning in yeah uh next read two books three fourths away through one book right now 12 and a half by gary vandachuk uh so well on my way to finish that and cardio right now is about 15 minutes 18 so you're gonna work your way up to 30 45 yeah by the end of the year yeah yeah and then i'll focus on bulking again right now it's kind of like a maintain cut yeah cool um, <laughs> you always say it's bulking season and then you just against it. it um, all right. So mine was 
to basically like get my body feeling better, right? Uh, to be able to get my recovery in the green all the time for the whoop. Shout out to whoop. Has been a while since that. Um, and I want to be just feeling good going into what I consider my season. Um, and I also want to focus on finishing up my CrossFit. Just kind of right now, I'm calling it the beginner stage where I'm just trying to learn all the movements a little better. For sure. Um, so I'm working on uh, basically butterfly pull-ups and um, pistol squats right now. Squatting's always been a bad thing of mine, so I'm trying to get um, my pistol squats going. So I've been doing those a little bit more, getting the chest um, back to it just for fun. And then uh, my body last week didn't feel great, so Wednesday I literally took it off. I did, like, my warm-up, and then I did a quick power yoga and called it good, um, which was it was good because I didn't have enough time to do stuff anyways. So, so far, recovery since then, I've been in the green three days in a row. Well, next day I wasn't in the green, but I, the day after that I was in the green. I've been in the green ever since. Uh, so that was nice to see. So hopefully I can continue that and keep the body growing and be in prime condition ready for a – Ready for next week or next next week next month. <laughs> um, anyways, let's so, head to quote of the week. Quote of the week. So there's a ton of good quotes about controlling things, not being fearful, how to be a little more, um, I guess, in control or satisfactory in terms of the outcome. But the quote I chose is by Brian Tracy, and it says, "You cannot control what happens to you." But you can control your attitude towards what happens to you. And in that, you will be mastering change rather than allowing it to master you. And along with that, not only attitude, you can also, you can, you also choose your, your reaction to that action. Yeah. So not only attitude do you choose, you also choose your, your, that next reaction to whatever happened or whatever's happening. Yeah. And normally, like I've I've said this plenty of times before in the pod, but your first reaction is usually negative. Like you react to it in that split second and you think it's bad. And then all of a sudden you start to comprehend a little bit more, think about it. And you're like, Oh, I can do this or whatever, you know? So as long as you, you got to take it in steps and you got to make yourself believe or have a positive attitude towards it. Hey, I get this done. Then I get to go have a bowl of ice cream, whatever it might be. Right. Mm. To be positive and kind of, um, affirm that mm. belief in yourself. So I think that's important um, to talk about. Yeah. Um, any other things with the quote there? Or the challenge, I guess? No, we'll, we'll I got, get it. Go ahead. I got one more thing if you don't. Go for it. I was just going to say that I think the reason that my uh, workouts are better now is because I got the Vitargo going. Right? Really? really? Yeah. Let me hear. Let me tell you. So Vitargo, again, we'll put the if you use go to VitargoStore.com, we'll link it all. But if you go and you put a put it under um, hashtag A Earthum15, Earthum's E-R-T-H-U-M, you'll get 15% off your order. But it's carbohydrate drinks when you're working out, you don't get tired as much. It's all natural ingredients, organic, tastes delicious. There's like eight flavors online. And uh, really just Gives you the energy you need to recover or fuel before or fuel during. during. So uh, maybe that's why I'm in the green because I've been having that um, more consistently. It's really been helping me out. Um, but anyways, let's talk about the rest of the ads. We'll get you guys to get the ads there. Shout out to Close Kicking kids who are listening and Earth and Healthcare Services and 
Taylor's Twitch community. There's one year. <laughs> I, was there. I was like, I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> Anyways, we're taking a quick ad break. We're getting back from Jimmy. Thank you. Make the dollar dollar bill. Bye bye. And we back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Definition. Let's talk about <laughs> chaos, first of all. Chaos. <laughs> Sorry, that was very aggressive. So, chaos. That's what it is. It's, it's literally, it's like, a, you don't know what's going on. It's like it's like the guy in, uh, right. it's not Tarzan, but it's the um, the Roadrunner dude. He just goes, <laughs> all the time. And the, the little Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. What's that guy's name? You don't know it? I don't know. We went from Tarzan to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> like, like that. I think it's Bugs Bunny. The Roadrunner who just yeah. turns his feet and just goes like crazy. Yeah, I know, he I just zooms, 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 zooms. I know who you're talking about. I just don't know. And then something's always happening. He's trying to get hunted. And it's just like chaos all the time. Or if you watch According to Jim, chaos all the time. Any sitcom, chaos. Yeah. I was, Literally, there's a problem. Somebody messes up. It's a bigger problem. Then you got to solve it. I'm hearing chaos right now. <laughs> like you're all over the place. Bro, I'm just being real. We even lost the pod. There was so much chaos going on. Taylor, I don't know if you caught it, but Taylor said that I was having chaos right there. And I, yeah. I clicked the button and all of a sudden it went boom. It stopped. Chaos. So, you got the definition? You're, yeah. You're going to say it or you're just going to Yeah, definition of chaos. There's a lot of chaos going on. Sorry. Chaos definition is complete disorder and confusion. That's literally what I'm in right now. <laughs> a lot of confusion. Joel, you're just delusional. That's <laughs> too. Um, all right. And then oh, control, man. to control that delusion, not delusion, control that confusion or disorder. Control is to have the power to influence or direct people's behavior or course of events. No, I didn't. And then there's I, obviously the control of an experiment, but we won't get into that. Right. I, I like that definition. I... Start off, and that like I, I feel like everyone's life is literally the title is controlling chaos. Yeah, it's just there's two dates that are important: the one you wake, or the one you're born in, the one you die in, and between most of what really matters. But that's right. the chaos. Right. It's a journey. That's why we call it a journey because it's always a roller coaster, right? Yeah. And there's always something new. Something else is going on, even in the world. And that you have a broad, broader scope, like it's crazy out there. And yeah, that, cold like, too. Unfortunate. Snowing in Hawaii. Okay, we talked about this. That's it's, chaos. It's, it's snowing, snowing at the top of the mountain. That's like it's snowing <laughs> on the top of Mount Everest. Of course, it's snowing. <laughs> you never know. The I'm beaches, a they, the beaches might be covered in twelve inches of snow. Jeepers, no, no, no. Yeah, it might be windy. It might. It might hit an iceberg soon. Yeah, why you're gonna, you're swimming, you're <laughs> scuba diving in Hawaii, you hit an iceberg or ice, yeah, nice you bird. never know. But yeah, so I, I guess I did. Where have you seen chaos this week? How about that? <laughs> Every day is chaos. I go to work, chaos. Okay, so give I me an example. Tell, give some value to the viewers. I got you. I got you. Especially like when you are dealing with. Like children or kids, even other people mm-hmm. in like the workplace, mm-hmm. and that uh, there's always a lot going on. So like the structure of Woodward is there's juvenile delinquents come in, they mm-hmm. stay from any sort of amount of time. Like it just depends on their own program. 
but then on after that there's staff and then there's other supervisors and all that staff switch in and out which create chaos in itself because there's not just one person controlling a situation or controlling a group mm-hmm. in that like a supervisor would and that there's 16 different people controlling 20 people mm-hmm. and that so with that it's automatically because people have different thoughts different perspectives mm. different lifestyles so true and that cut that um, and put that on the video that was good good perspective you, so side note well oh yes i just need to dive into it okay the chaos right now is we had a situation on the dorm kids were uh i don't want to say too much because i don't know exactly how to what I could say, but they, I want to say they were kind of doing something like illegal. There we go. I'll just say that they're okay. doing something illegal that could get them like more charges. Okay. Uh, and so after, so like, it was like five kids essentially. And we have like 20 kids on the dorm. Yeah. So it's like one fifth, one fifth, one fourth of our group. And it's like, like our leaders of our group. So I mean, it's, and then when that when that's in chaos or those people are in trouble or those people are the spotlights on them, it kind of like creates a disturbance, like trickling on down like the line, you mm-hmm. know, like throughout like the the pyramid of leadership and yeah. So yeah, so there's thing that happened. They got caught. So we're addressing it. We have this thing called DCG Daily Communication Group. Okay. So they basically all sit in a circle. Then essentially we just have a conversation. And normally it's like holding people accountable to their actions of what they've done. So usually it's like uh, either between like a fight or them stealing something or anything else. BLTing, borrow, lending, or trading. Keep your own, essentially their places, keep your own stuff. Don't give it out. So within that, so these kids were doing this illegal thing and that, and coming into it they is big resistance and that uh i'm trying to think of like how to say it to provide value to people anyway control it so controlling the group is is hard in itself because there's more of them than it is of you mm-hmm. and that yeah i feel that way in school all the time yeah, especially for you. There's one for what, 24, 25? Yeah, I'm like 28, 30. I mean, think about it. Really, yeah. kids could take over the school. Yeah. 100%. Like if they if they would recognize that. It's like the dog who thinks that he's on a chain, but he doesn't know that he's not. Yeah. Like literally, kids could take big, over the school. Yeah, a big revolt. Like, yeah, it would revolution. easily happen. Yeah. I mean, we've, at Woodward, there's been a few riots or yeah. that, like where this complete chaos happens on a dorm. <laughs> but essentially, that's what, is what we're controlling is these mm-hmm. kids could essentially just say, F it, we're doing whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of like standing there like, okay, this. But I mean, then there's like on the back end, the controlling part is like they're in they're in a juvenile delinquent facility. So like they have they have JCOs over their head. They have essentially the law. Yeah. If they're if they're not acting straight, their time's extended. Mm-hmm. And that so that's part of the controlling. Mm-hmm. And that and then after that it boils down to how do you control a group and moving forward and that. So what I mean by that is this group of kids have done a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the group's kind of there just giving feedback into like the bad kids. Mm-hmm. I want to say they're all bad, but uh, so in controlling that, 
you have like you have to well i'm thinking of a word dang supervise i guess i'd say supervise them giving feedback because you want to have a positive so you want to lead the dorm in a positive direction just like just like you would any situation in life mm -hmm. and that so this situation so these kids are giving the feedback saying like why'd you do it what happened everything trying to get the story straight yeah and that and then then it's like the breakdown of like okay you you did bad this i did better and that so then we break it down so there's one kid our negative leader and that that was flipping it back on students and staff it's staff's fault this and that mm -hmm. students fault this and that this kid gave me this or did this staff did this so i did this mm -hmm. and that so this is deflecting into it and so then controlling that because that's what starts revolutions because the staff or student then students just say f it why listen to you yeah when we can listen to this one kid mm -hmm. and that so then it's controlling that one kid heck and, that's why religions are started <laughs> right in a way which yeah which is also something crazy too is like how easily people's yeah especially in today's world yeah minds can just be like controlled yeah and that because like they feel like they have no control over their life so they're just going to give it up or they look at social media and they see that oh i want that type yeah. of deal exactly Whereas that's not a very credible source because who's going to put oh my kid sucks at soccer he did awful in the game on saturday like who's, who's got to put that on facebook for their kid you know what right. i mean like they're gonna they score one goal all season they're gonna put oh my kid played great he scored a goal this week right so yeah so going back into it when we narrowed it down to this one kid like essentially it's just drilling that kid to where the other kids feel like he it, I'm a, i work on a male dorm mm -hmm. and that so like he it's his fault that they're being affected and affected i mean like they have to sit there and be quiet they can't move around they can't go do what like watch a movie they can't get school done because now we have to sit in a circle and talk about the actions that have mm -hmm. um, rippled effect. So essentially controlling that back on him and saying like, not to get the dorm against him, but to show that he doesn't give him the power. Yes. And that's sort the of thing. So like, that would be like the chaos is like, it's so easy, especially like in young kids minds just follow along. Yeah. It's funny. So make them make yep. everybody else laugh then, more. Yeah, exactly. And you can see that a lot in like juvenile delinquents. And that, I'm not saying regular other kids, but in kids that already put in an environment of other negative thinking kids mm -hmm. and that it's a lot easier for, for kids to fall down that same path. Cause it's kind of like, show me your five friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. These kids are all in one group together for six, eight months with mm -hmm. other delinquents. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like changing the mindset and flipping it saying like, you're, you're creating the chaos that's easy to control. Yeah. And that they, that a hundred percent of the time they, I shouldn't say 98% of the time, because sometimes I will give it to them that it is a staff that create the problem, mm -hmm. but 98% of the time they will create their own problem. Yeah. And that just like anyone in their life, the way you react, how you think about things, you will create your own problem. Yeah. Just like if it doesn't affect your life, it's like, for instance, watching TV, this, whatever we're watching has nothing to do with our life. So we might as well go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get that sleep or whatever it might be. Um, have a perspective. I think it's important to have a perspective. Yeah. If this really affects your life or what the outcome might be. In right. It. 
in any situation. Yeah. And there, and I'd say that like, there's, there's a million things that happen to you in a day. No, oh, yeah. You make a million decisions. And you have, you have so many thoughts too. Yeah. And you have to direct them, control them, yeah. understand them. This is like, even like think about which ones come to life and which ones you just throw away in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah I and think like, about my sleeping and yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And controlling that is like, understanding you have these thoughts yeah like bring in like kind of how you said throw back and like what you yeah. mentioned is like when you have like a bad thought or a negative thought bringing that to attention to the forefront that you've had that negative thought mm-hmm. or that i don't want to say chaotic thought but the kind of like like i don't want to go to work today mm-hmm. and that like i have those thoughts every once in a while mm-hmm. but then it's kind of like if i don't go to work today yeah then, you have to then the consequence. i'm gonna have consequences either i'm gonna get suspended written up or fired mm-hmm. which is all creating chaos because then like if you i scramble yeah if i get suspended i'm suspended without pay mm-hmm. so then that's whatever days without pay if i'm fired i have to find a new job mm-hmm. yeah i think about that all the time that's kind of why i don't take risks sometimes is because of the possible consequences but um at some yeah. point you hit that threshold and either the chaos blows over and goes wild or the problem solved. One mm. of the two always happen. It doesn't, it might linger. I mean, think about, so with chaos in my week this week was stock market. Like really just all life. Like it's either kind of goes sideways for a little bit and then either goes up really fast or goes down really fast. Right. And just think about the world with the, whatever the variant is, the Okerman variant mm. and how the stocks I paid attention to a lot this week. And it was really up and down and up and down. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing that I think about with chaos is, there's so much panic selling. And then the next that, day it goes back up. I feel I feel you just think about this. You a lot of our decisions are emotional based. Yeah. Oh, that hundred percent. I'd say almost every decision. I was listening based. to uh and you really have to learn video about that. You really have to learn how to control it mm-hmm. and how to how to and I won't say navigate it, but essentially how to take it out. Yeah. And that you gotta have a how to make people athletes always say don't make an emotional based decision right after a game or a practice right. or whatever because you're going to choose based on your current emotion not on maybe thinking it through right and, and that's maybe it's that, not that the right could, decision that could be any situation oh yeah and that like if you depart from a job yeah. or or you get a promotion and then you go and you party a little too hard yeah or you, i mean you or, hear these stories of i I walked into the place and I walked into my job. I didn't like it, so I quit. You know, and they just like go with their fly by the seat of their pants. Which, that's very rare, though. Like that's right. hard to manipulate I, in a positive environment. For I, you I heard that in a book, like a book. Like if it, they, he was on a podcast. Probably a podcast. But yeah, but yeah. Anyway, like if it, if it was something that, it was like something that like it wasn't like positively affecting his life or like something he like knew in his heart he didn't want to do mm-hmm. and that like it was i would say against his morals but kind of like against like his values mm-hmm. there we go and that he would just quit mm-hmm. like you just i'm done like this isn't worth my time yeah or i was just my situation is more like walked in day was hard he's like you know what screw it i'm done and he goes finds, finds a different job right like you always see then he's like oh he had this huge success story because he quit his job and he did this after you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like that's that's so rare. But like with the right. stock market, everybody's just panic selling. Yeah, and and it's not even worth panicking over. Like if everybody, it's like the prison. Oh, what's the quote? It's like a prison term. Like if everybody, if all the prisoners would revolt at once, they'd win, right? But there's always that one guy who cops out and it ruins it. 
So the same thing with the stock market. If everybody would quit being scared of the variant, like how we every time a new disease comes up, we're we just going to crash. We're all going to have a lockdown. We're going to shut down, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm not saying like. Don't be cautious. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. that at some point you got to live your life, you know? Yeah, that's part of. So everybody, again, emotional decision and people sell themselves short. And then it goes back up and then it goes back down. It's just a big roller coaster mm. and it's just chaotic. Cause like I was looking at different tweets and podcasts and um, videos and stuff and news sources. There's so like, nobody knows the market right now, which right. is just historically, that's a bad sign. If nobody knows the market, right? Right. Cause then you get these huge volatile swings and then it's, Everyone, goes one way yeah, you never you so much, guess so much speculation exactly so but, you don't want your thing about that is your life you don't want your life to be in speculation you know right so like so and like i i would refer like i'd also refer that to like when I mean, it's in speculation like no one knows what's going on so they're skeptical so they're mm -hmm. again they're panic buying panic selling mm -hmm. and that and that's they're, really they're not frantic the, with what they do with their money. Yeah, it's not the best version of themselves. Right. Or what they're trying to become if they're not obviously there, 100%. which most people aren't. 100%. And also, like, that reflects in life, too. Yeah. If you don't know, if, like, you don't know where, like, if you don't have any direction in your life. Yeah, you Literally, that's the definition you, of a lost cause. <laughs> yeah. And like, that, you're just wandering. And that's not to say that you're not, you're, gonna, you're not moving forward. You're not trying to understand where you're, like, yeah. the projection of your life. But if you're if you're lost and you're not actively pursuing, then that's a lost cause. Yeah, yeah. You should. There's definitely points in my life where I've been like, "What am I doing here?" You know, I said that at the start of the podcast this summer, mm -hmm. like where I've had that up and down this fall, and then I feel like now I'm back to like right. what I'm supposed to be doing type deal. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard I, to always know what you want to be. Like I went to the King sure. Richards movie this weekend, and he had this plan for his kids the whole time, Serena and Venus Williams essentially, mm -hmm. and it just happened to work out. That's one in a million. He put out all his shoes, all the stops possible to try to make things happen. And it just happened to work out. Now, the movie, I'm sure, dictates a little bit more um, utopian-like than it should be. Yeah. Um, so, But it was just interesting to see about how planning really makes a difference and how hard work, dedication, and just having I, a path really helps you to control whatever adversity might come your way. Yeah. But I think that was important. Yeah. Like I think about and, that. I mean, I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, you're controlling your, your entire, entire reaction to everything. Mm -hmm. You're in control of your life. Oh, definitely. Because that's the, because that's nothing, the strongest thing you're going to have. Right nothing there. that, nothing that happens in your day. You, you're late to work. There's traffic. As long as you, because everyone's, if, everyone, if it doesn't, if you don't let it affect everyone, you, it doesn't matter. Everyone's moving slow when you're in a hurry. Yeah. And and it, that. Yeah, okay. but if so but if true. you take that second, or someone cuts off you, cut cuts you off, mm -hmm. and then the way you react to that in that instant automatically changes your day. Mm -hmm. Either you're gonna get mad and be like f f you f you you did you cut me off like this and that, or you're just gonna say hey maybe he's in a hurry or she to get wherever they gotta go, mm -hmm. or they have a baby coming. Kind of like showing perspective, having yeah. empathy. And humiliation too, like having that humidity, humility, because in the real, real perspective of things, like you're not, we're a very small speck on a huge spectrum. Oh yeah. But then, in a close-up, in a in a micro version, huge. You're huge. Yeah. 
so you have to definitely play off those two parts. I'm gonna so I'm gonna go I'm gonna back go in. So like I'm gonna go back into Woodward for a second because I think this will provide value. And that at Woodward, there's 20 kids on under one. And there's five, four staff. And so immediately right when we wake them up, 20 kids need 20 different things. They're teaching right yeah. there. And so at Woodward, we have to spot them for what they do because they're they're Jew model mm-hmm. essentially. And that and so they have to be spotted from hygiene, like showering, mm-hmm. going to the bathroom, eating. We really wash them the sleep, sleeping. Like we have to supervise them sleeping. Mm-hmm. And that anything that you could possibly think of, we have to be supervising them. So then when you think about that, kids need to go to the bathroom, kids need to eat food. Mm-hmm. Kids need to go down to the nurse. Kids need to talk to their therapist. Kids need to brush their teeth, kids need to shower. Kids need to make their bed. Kids need to clean, clean up, clean after themselves, clean the bay, all that. So now we have twenty different things going on, and that, and five staff. And usually we have like one person that's like the leader, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that point, it's, we call it point appointment. And so they're the one that's going to be controlling everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like their job to control the chaos. Mm-hmm. And that, so they a lot of times like you really have to narrow down. And that, like, what's important at the moment. Yeah, and you got to have specific jobs for each person and then obviously communicate yes. yeah. who's doing what in a timely yeah. manner. Yeah. And so you're going to have your three, four staff around you. So you're like, okay, you're covering this. Mm-hmm. Because that way, like, the point person automatically knows that they can count on their other staff that that's going to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that takes out that chaos so they can, so they can focus in on everything else. Mm-hmm. And that, and so... In that perspective, you had also, I guess I should be back on track. We're also playing off strength and weaknesses. So like for me, like I'm, I'm not great at investigation mm-hmm. and that, so like what I mean by that is like investigating like simple things as in like BLT, uh, like bar lending training. So like they're trading shoes for a coat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone stealing someone's like headphones like that that's not like my strength in that eh, but my strength but my, my strength that like, comes in is navigating through a group mm-hmm. like i i can hold a group down by myself so i so i know that my weakness is not it but i know three people on my, on my staff team like or our staff team that can do that that can do it yeah and that i can count on to get it done and then report back or we're going to send DCG while they like mm-hmm. essentially ash it out. Yeah. But that's also, I can put, seeing again, like this is like, also like you have to understand where the most important things are at that moment. Like you have to really narrow down. Like I just said, you have to really narrow down like the four most important things and work on those first. Yes, I think that. I think that's important to talk about. So let's just let's start going yeah. through some of the things to control chaos a little bit better. So you talked about uh, having that. Obviously, you talked a lot about talking to others, having that communication. Yes. Right. I think that's important in any job, especially the the more people you have, the bigger the company. There's like that rule about how much space you're supposed to have before you have mm-hmm. how much people in it before you have a new building, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think the bigger 
the more communication you need. Yeah. All right. So to have that, um, another thing that I want to hit on quick before we go kind of more in depth on these is you talked about how everybody's in a hurry. Everybody's slow when you're in a hurry. Mm. And I'm reading this book right now. Um, it's a New York times bestseller. Um, and it basically, it's a psychology guy named Dr. Amos. And he basically talks about when he was like going through, he went to Hebrew college in Jerusalem and then he transferred to like a U.S. college and had to learn English, taught himself everything basically. And he was saying how life doesn't matter unless you let it affect you. Like if you're late to work and you don't let it affect you, who cares? Right. He didn't care if he, he would do anything and it's like, it doesn't affect him. Like he didn't get worried or stressed out or it affects your work. Yeah. I mean, the, Bridge could be falling off in front of him. Okay, he'll just swim to work. Yeah. That's not a real story. I'm just making that up. Uh, just, I'm trying to think of some yeah, examples from the book that it had. Right. I can't think any off the top of my head. No, um, but that makes sense. Like again, like it says, like controlling what, controlling, control. You can control, and if and if you he can't control it, either one he would try to manipulate the right. person's brain so he could control it, or two he didn't care. Literally, he would do whatever he want. He would chew full-on biting this chicken whatever he wants there was some some example kind of like that like in his workplace or he'd wear the same groggy clothes or he'd have this coffee breath or something and he's like i don't care it doesn't affect doesn't affect anybody right it's not hurting anybody right so why do i care exactly and so yeah so i like that you can't control anything else that happens around you. except yeah you can only control your actions you can't control others that's that's hard to get People's brain wrapped around, even adults, mm-hmm. let alone kids. Mm-hmm. So that's, hey, you can't control their actions, right? So people get mad, like, oh, this person did this, and I'm jealous of this. But you can't control them. You can only control your life. Did it affect your life? No. Mm-hmm. So you go live your life. That's what we kind of talked about, you being happy for others in the um, episodes previous, like way mm-hmm. back when, probably in August. Yeah. Um, so I think but, that's yeah. important to talk about what you can control um yes yeah. would not end you have to go ahead i was like you also have, like you just have to be able to pivot able to adapt oh yeah and i kind of like you're saying like with that the, that book like if something happens in your day you just have to be able to like navigate through it yeah and it's it's great to plan like have plan a b and c mm-hmm. but you can't plan for everything there's not enough time right <laughs> to do that and plus right. it's a lot of stress so at some point if crap hits the fan or whatever you want to say basically can you run with it right can mm-hmm. you pivot can you change your direction and just run with it and when you do that you have to be confident like especially if you're a leader like if there's a tornado and you're at work or i'm at school like everything. that's chaos and everything's on you yeah and because we like do drills and stuff you know but in the end you got to make sure everybody's safe so you can't control if that one person is hiding in a closet but you can try to convince them to leave or you can literally go in there that's, grab them that's it yeah that's and then like, be confident. Be like, I'm saving you. Like, I am doing this right now, no matter what. Like, be confident in your decision and live with it. Yeah, and that's a great thing of like convincing someone. Because I was also thinking of this. It, in, with others, coworkers, students, kids, anything. When you talk to someone and you can have someone buy in to what's mm-hmm. going on around you, either either at work or in your friend group 
or in your family, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And that if you have people buying into you and that it's able to control what's around you because you have people bought in. Yeah. And, and you become a leader and really, even if you fake it until you make it, like that's gonna help you too. You know what I mean? Cause you yeah. just became more of a leader and know that the definition of a leader is to get people on, to get people to believe what you are trying to get as an outcome. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like this is bad to say, but I mean, it's not bad to say really, cause it's true. Like Hitler, awful person, right? One of the best leaders in the history of the world. Think about it. He had millions of people to get what he wanted. Believing in his vision. Yeah. Millions. Besides Jesus Christ, might might be the most in terms of a number. Which he didn't he used it for evil, obviously, but Right. It's just amazing. I mean, we're gonna have a whole episode on changing people's minds and stuff like that. But for sure, uh, I just think it's important to have that confidence and control you can. And then it's still experience. No matter if it ends good or bad, hopefully you're trying to. Obviously, you're trying to do good. Let's go back to make sure we're doing trying to do good. Obviously, Mm -hmm. doing the tornado, you're trying to do good. No matter what happens, it's experience that you can share to help others in the future. One hundred percent, especially, especially like. If you don't make the right decision in that moment, and you learn, yeah, you live and you learn. That's a, that's like again, like that's what we talk about Woodward a lot. Is like that's a free space to mess up. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, yeah, like, we don't want like to mess practice. up. You want to yeah. make mistakes. Well, we, I mean, like, it, we, like, we don't, you don't. Yeah, like we don't want you. To, like we want you. Like if you made a mistake, you're better I mean, in like, there than on the street. Yeah, you're gonna have accountability, yeah. but it's gonna be a learning process to where you're not doing this dumb stuff or whatever happening yeah. on the out on like yeah, it's on the, the yeah. real world. Just like practice versus game. Yeah. And that, so it's more like a safe space, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. And long, like, I'd say off that, you have, like, you have to prioritize too. Yes. And that, like, what's important, what's second important, third yeah. important. You can't guess, have, yeah, you can't have like a list what, either. It can't, yeah. be, can't be 15. Right. So that'd be like top five. Yeah. I kind of touched on that. But that yeah. That's the word I want to say is like prioritize like the top three things. And that's yeah. what's happening first. And everything else on your list doesn't really matter at and, that moment. And again, if you mess up one of those five things and it happens to go south, like one, how many other people would really get it right if it's a chaotic situation? You know, like right. there's 50% of the population is also going to mess up. Right. But you can take that as, okay, I'm only, I'm average, I suck. Or you can take it as, you know what? That's not that bad. Everybody makes mistakes type of deal. Right. And you can, or, again, learn from it. And it's yeah. good growth for you, right? That's what I was addressed to say. Or, yeah, you take it as a positive and be like, I was given the opportunity yeah. to have this opportunity to make a decision, which maybe I messed up. Maybe I got right. Either way, you're still blessed with the opportunity to make, to have that leadership, to have make that decision and whatever it is in your own life, where, yeah. no matter and what. Some people, like, I struggle with, okay, I tried my best. But did I do my best? There's a difference, right? And if you don't execute it and you don't do your best, I get pissed. Okay, my body wasn't the best on this day. I try, I tried super hard today, but I could have done other things to make my body the best. So then I get mad, right? But in that situation, if it's chaotic, again, you can't plan for everything. So take realistic expectations for yourself. Did you did you do the best you could at that moment? This is in hindsight, it's easy to think, oh, I right. could have done this. I I would have done this, right? For sure. Well. Yeah, but in the moment when your adrenaline's pumping, you, I mean. This is a little off topic, but I want to ask you this question. I want to hear your thoughts because I have one thought on it. That way, I want to hear your thought. You got a microphone right here. <laughs> what is your thought when someone says, at least I tried? 
Um, all, or, let me just say that all I can do is try. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of all you can do is try. Because you can put other things to prepare or you can you can make your try better. Does that make sense? Now, of course, if you're given 100, 100% effort and that is like the best you did on that day, that there's something to say for that, right? But if you try and then uh, you kind of know by their voice, like at least I tried. But yeah, but did you try the whole week or the whole month or the whole season? Not did you try one day? Because if you just try one day, you're going to get one day results. If you try for a whole season, you're going to get season results. If you do it for a career, that's where you start to have like life-changing results type deal, you know, or lifestyle. Yeah. So I think it depends on the person and the situation. Because um, truly, if, they, if they're crawling on the floor, let's say it's a workout and they're crawling on the floor and they didn't get the time like that they had to reach or the weight they had to do, whatever – and they are literally suffering, they still tried on that day. Okay, good job on that day, but what did you do last night? What did you do the day before? What did you do last week type of deal? So there's always something you can do more or better. Mm-hmm. That's why so, yeah. there's always – earlier I said about reaching your best self and most people aren't there. Yeah. Really, nobody's there. Right. We're Yeah, we're 100% on the same page because that, that thing happened – so that came up today and – at Woodward, like this one kid, yeah, he has he has a certain issue with essentially putting a wedge between people, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was like, essentially, we confronted it, and then he's like, all I he's like, then I asked him back, I made him re say it to me in a way that he understood mm-hmm. of what I was asking or telling him, and then he said, all I can do is try. And that, or, mm-hmm. and that, in that form of words, and yeah. So that's why I asked you that because then I went on tangent. Like it's true, it's, it's true. All you can do is try, but you can, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, you can look at it as, oh, I'll just try my best, no big deal. Or you can think as, I'm gonna try my yeah. best and I'm it's, gonna make my best good enough. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying because like his try was like, he, he's just gonna, he's gonna say he tried. Where in reality, it's just like another day. Like he don't care. Yeah, which again, it's again you can tell by the the way they, uh, right now. So yeah, so way. again, like you can go out and if you never skated, all you can do is try. Yeah, you've never it's a starting sport, right? Yeah, you're yeah. just you're just brainstorming essentially. Yeah. yeah, just getting used to it, trying it. Right, anything you try new for the first time. Exactly. Skiing, I think, is a great example for my family. Mm-hmm. But then once you get going, et cetera, et cetera, it should be more about like, okay, what do I need to do to get better? Exactly. And yeah. So like he, yeah, that, that, that's what I was like saying. Like he, like, okay, he's had this problem. He's obviously went in the wrong direction. So like all you can do is try is like leading you into the wrong direction. Yeah. Because you got to want to get better at so, it. Yeah. So then we gave the, we, we practice. Yeah, we've laid out steps for you to be able to. Yeah. You got to hit those improve. checks. And then all you have is like, all I can do is try, mm-hmm. which is just, it was just like, to me, it's just like a cop pity, out. pity cop out. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't want, if, if you don't, you can't want it more than he wants it. Like if exactly. he doesn't want to try and exactly. he's, I mean, I, it's so hard again. We'll talk about this later in our episode with this, but trying to convince somebody to do something is so difficult because if they don't want it, you can't do anything. No. Right. Right. If I want my fiance to go skiing with me and she doesn't want to ski, I can't change that. Right. Luckily, she likes. Or, I don't right. know. She, she's but okay no, like, with skiing. Yes, but, and, that, and that. But yeah, all I can do is ask, and 
Yeah, if they don't, I, I want to say convince, but show points and why it'd be good for yeah. That. A kid sleeping in my class today. Everybody else is doing their homework. I said, hey, what are you what are you doing? He says, I'm sleeping. I said, well, what's your grade in this class? He said, a D. I said, well, don't you think if you did your homework, it would help you? And he said, I don't know. I said, well, that D is probably going to go to an F on this test then. He said, that's okay. I said, well, then you have to retake the class, you know. And he said, okay. And I said, that's okay with you? He said, yeah, I don't care. Again, I, there was no way I was going to convince him that he needed to do work today. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, he didn't. when he's 18, he's going to think, wow, this is bad, right? Mm-hmm. So at some point, you're going to learn. Yeah. That kid's he, he's going to go back on the street. Something's going to happen. And it, sometimes it's fatal in that situation, which is hard because how do you get a kid to believe in himself and do the right thing and take the steps to do that, right? Right. So yeah. it's definitely a challenge in terms of controlling the chaos because you can't control his actions. No. Which is that's, all, that's just all I can do is control what I say, how I say it, what I do, how I do it. Yeah. And the last thing I would say for me at least is to take just a deep breath. Like, like I get frustrated hearing about that kid. It's like, gosh, why can you not see it? Like, it's not but, that difficult. Yeah. Also, just take a deep breath, take it in. Also, yeah. Then move on. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Especially like in situations where you are emotional. Yeah. And then, you don't want to, again, you don't want to make an emotional decision. Yeah. Or react. Yeah. And that's like a lot of our training too is, I don't say training, but like a mm-hmm. lot of our teaching is like, be able to take a step back, take a breath, yeah. take an understanding of what's happening. Uh, but yeah, along with that, also, I don't want to say like, like you should give up on this this D kid, but sometimes like school just ain't for you, like for them. I don't. And again, like I, 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 I should just, always think I should always think you should get at least a high school diploma. Yeah, but it's just but after after that, like, is your decision. But I just also, see it in like, other areas of his life, though. For I can sure. see that he's just being lazy and doesn't want to do something. Maybe, he thinks he'll get out of it, but and maybe because it's like something that he doesn't care about. And if it's not, but maybe he sometimes was, you got to do things you don't want to do though to get yes. to what you do want to do. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But so then, it, then it's like on. showing that light. No, and yeah, that understanding because maybe he, I don't know, loves putting puzzles together or loves building businesses. Yeah. And that, and so to him, kind of like, like I want to say Gary Vaynerchuk, like he sucked mm-hmm. at school, and that he talks about all the time how like school failed him because it wasn't worth his time to be there because they didn't teach him the skills that he needed, and that, so maybe that's something that this kid is about. Maybe not. Maybe he just no, again, really, maybe, maybe really the communication like, would be, hey, what do you like to do? What do you want better? Type of deal. What do you mm-hmm. see yourself is in five years? Type of deal. Right. right. Um, and, but yeah, yeah, it's just and, process. Yeah. And just like understanding why maybe just maybe something else has happened out in his life that he just don't care about school or maybe he, maybe he just doesn't maybe he's in the depressed state where he can't understand why he's there yeah maybe that kind of it's a good point for the challenge because the challenge is like to pick one of those things we talked about whether it's a plan abc whether it's using confidence whether it's um having perspective whether it's trying to um Take a step back. I, yeah, control your emotions. Yeah, I, I think of, I don't want to say the word manipulate somebody's mind, but um, give them the light. Maybe yeah. like you said, I want to per, um, persuade. Persuade, taking that deep breath, especially, learning as a or taking it as a growth moment. Right. I especially coming coming from a good place, from a, like an honest place. Persuasion is a great thing. 
No, yeah. It, oh, totally. Like, like honesty is king. It really is. Like, people might not want to yeah. hear it, but in the end, they will always thank you. Yeah. They will. Yeah, 100%. Because it's saving them from false stuff. Like, think about cryptocurrency. People say bad thing about cryptocurrency on Twitter. They get big-time backlash. Right. Where they're just being honest. Like, it is what it is, you know? Right. And that's what they think in this moment. Exactly. They might not think about it in five, ten years. And there's a lot of different research going into like bear versus bull, which we got to talk about after this too, because I think it's really interesting. Um, Possibly a bear market that hit hit an all-time high. You think that's possible? Think about that. That's kind of crazy. Interesting. Anyways, so I think what I'm going to do for the challenge, since challenge is to do one of those pieces, I think I'm going to work on the communication just with that kid and some other people who maybe struggle. Now it's a lot of extra time and effort, but maybe it'll be worth it. Maybe it'll turn either my perspective around or the kid's perspective. So then I don't have to get that boiling anger inside and be like, why don't you just listen? Like it's going to help you and they can't see it. So how can I shift that to make them think, Oh, this is important. So really I'm doing two out of those. Right. See, like that's crazy because I've never had that really feeling like I get all the time. Only once can I think of in, all my time like working with kids and other people have i really like been upset that someone couldn't understand something but other than that like i'll just say my piece say my thoughts say my truth and then if you don't understand if you can't process or don't want to hear then mm-hmm. that's on you yeah see i'm more like oh, and i gonna... don't like I don't, i'm like i can like i'm not gonna get emotional about it like yeah i just like, think of like to the future and just like i always like i'm big on be the best version yourself and i just see like that that moment that they're not mm-hmm. like i don't even need to know them just like if you have a bad attitude or bad effort, like anybody can have better attitude, better effort. No matter who you are, you can always be better at that. So that just frustrated yeah. me. Um, but anyways, what uh, what do you think you're going to focus on? You have a certain one, or I got things. Because again, I'm so good at staying neutral. Yeah. All the time, like n- like nothing gets like nothing gets to me really. And that, like, again, like, I, I told the kids, I was like, you, like, this one, the one of the kids says, well, maybe, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't like you. I was like, okay. okay. I was like, okay, maybe, okay. maybe put it on yourself. Then instead of putting it on others, like I'm going to do, maybe put it on yourself. So like, if you have a bad workout, okay. So, how can I, this is a growth moment. What can I learn from this type so, deal? Cause yeah. it's, my body's like killing me right now. Or like a couple of weeks ago, you were like dead tired. Like, how can I get more sleep or whatever, do something that's more beneficial that was me last night. Like, I was like, I was wondering if you went to bed. Yeah. Like, I was trying to like create some content, but I was like, <laughs> I was like foggy brain. Like, I cannot think straight. And I was like, this is not going to be good no matter what. It's so, like, what's the point? Yeah. So, I was like, I got to go to sleep, get eight, nine hours, then stay up another hour or two, wasting, essentially wasting time that I wouldn't like to per, like put out, like yeah. anything I wouldn't want to put out. So, it's just like, I just made a decision. Okay. I'm going to get this. I'm actually just going to, fall asleep, watch a movie for half an hour, fall asleep there you go. and go back at it. And then, yeah, today I woke up extremely well. How'd you get better right there? You're right. There it I is. Decided with, uh, yeah. Cause again, podcast day is always my favorite day. Yeah. Great day. Great <laughs> but, day to be alive. But, oh shoot. I was about to say something else. Frick. Frick. Oh, I wasn't. Dude, I, I hate waiting in the weight room. That's one thing. That's one thing that like, gets, like not all it gets me. <laughs> But I hate waiting in the weight room. I waited before I even could start my workout. I had to wait an hour and 15 minutes in the weight room. I waited, I waited a full workout before I even started. That's why I was home so late today. You gotta be pissed. That's I funny. I was so mad today. That's like, funny because the thing I was listening to and you came in, 
Remember Ryan who came on our podcast? He sent me that this today about this pastor uh, yesterday at church, um, what his message was with Advent and coming of Jesus and waiting for that, you know? Talks about the hardest thing to do is wait. That's literally what I was listening to. I thought it was so it's funny. So, I added so, it to be a podcast episode. Right. It's, it's so, so good. I, I, like, I'm pretty good at patience. I'm, I'd say I'm very good at patience. Yeah. Like, but that's one thing that, like, essentially, like, really, like, vibrates me in, like, a wrong way. When I have to, like, I don't care about waiting so much on the wait. Like, but when it's, like, a consistent waiting for a long time. And that, like, I almost left at it. Because, like, at that point, like, my pre-workout's done. I'm literally standing there, like, ready to go. And I, there's nothing. Like, it was so packed at 4, 4.30. It was unbelievably packed so, today. So, the question is... How can you control it? So technically, there's no chaos going on, right? Because right. really, it's just you it's sitting just, there. This is my but own, how it's chaos in your brain? Chaos. Yeah. How can you deal with that a little better with yourself or be productive right. some right. other way? Okay, screw this workout. I'm doing this today. Type of deal I and will. figure it out for next time. That is the million dollar question, right. and you can add that on to the 32 days that are left. That's now we're down to 25, 25 <laughs> days until the end Christmas. of the year. So you can add that on too, and then you're getting two percent better. Look at that. Right. Boom. Mic drop. Send yeah. it. I was like sitting there. I was like, I was like, God dang. I was like almost I thought I was switching my workout. And then I thought about I was like, F it, I'll just leave. I was like, it's not worth it at this point. And then I literally walked in the way in the locker room three times, com- like conflicted. I was like, I don't know what to do. It's just, I'd walk back out and there I'd wait and then like a machine would get like snagged. And then I'd move I'd move back over and then the rack would get snagged from me. I'm like I'm standing there doing doing triceps for 40 minutes. I was like, there's only so many like tricep push downs I could do before. Like, I gotta move on with my life. You're just changing. You can do a thousand push downs. Right. Also, <laughs> you killed my vibe with my mic drop here. Sorry. Just I, I, know I, I, I just had to revert back that I was actually in the process of processing that I was upset. I like it. Process of processing. <laughs> it's key. Do okay. that in factory All supply right. chain issues. Right. All right. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're gonna end on that. You guys get those double challenge down this week. Taylor's <laughs> going to get 2% better. Try to beat him. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and we'll, we'll yeah, catch you guys on. next time. Yeah, Appreciate you. Love you. Bye.